0: Good afternoon and welcome to Stony Radio. I'm Susie Lodge. I am the founder of Wiki Places for Kids and the WikiBiz Network, and I am here every Wednesday, um, twelve to one, on the Wiki Mama Takeover. And today I've got an amazing guest with me, a good friend, um, Natalie Schofield. She is a social media manager, female founder, a member of my uh, Wiki Business Network. She's an all-round awesome woman. Um, she is a networking extraordinaire as well. Um, she's based in Ampthill, which is just down the road from us. Um, Um, and she's here to join me hello Nat hi Hi. hello that's such a nice introduction so nice of you to come over today um how are you yeah not too bad
1: wet from the rain but you know all right I know it's
0: so drizzly (laughs) and so miserable outside I don't know what's happened but um Yeah. yeah this is um I was just thinking like this is a bit of a funny old week we are in kind of we, so Halloween is done thank God that yeah. didn't rain um, we've got Christmas coming we just had uh, bonfire it's like all these kind of like mini yeah. e- mini events and like Christmas is coming so do you I am for one I'm really getting like a bit of a Christmas vibe going on yeah um, me too yeah, yeah me
1: too so yeah. I won't lie once for me once Halloween and bonfire night done when I was driving over here from Ampt Hill, I did listen to Heart Christmas I thought do you know what I'm going to get in the mood for a bit of fun um And, yeah, I am all about Christmas. This is actually my favourite time of year with Halloween and the the nights drawing in and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm definitely feeling festive. I know there are loads of people that will think, it's not even December yet, but honestly, I don't care. I
0: love it. (laughs) No, I know, and I'm exactly the same. I mean, even from September, I start talking about events with, um, you know, all the different attractions that I work with. They start sending me stuff and and dates through. So, next week, we're off to... um, to blenheim palace to see their their Lovely. whole they're launching their their christmas lights which is just one of the best things um we have just got a whole lineup of things coming we just had my little girls at fifth birthday as well and she had unicorns to her birthday actual unicorns, actual obviously, <laughs> yeah, real ones um so we were working with a little well i did pay for the party but we were working with the little shetland com- the yeah the little shetland com- pony company um they're based in let just down the road and they have just got these gorgeous little shetlands Aww. um and they're obviously dressed up as unicorns and she had a unicorn and princess party um and i wish they, i was five again oh my god well it, to be honest i it was my dream come true <laughs> yeah i don't know if lily even realized this how, how good it was because she was like yeah, yeah i had unicorns at my party i'm like you had unicorns at your party lily <laughs> this is awesome um, but these little ponies are going to be dressed up as elves and like and santas at um lillingstone um, pyo which is also in leckhamstead Hampstead. Um, and they have an event starting on the twenty around the 24th 25th of november i think so it's probably the 25th that's a friday saturday um, and yeah so that's just going to be lovely but have you started thinking about Christmas events or anything like that what do you do do you have things that you go to as like rituals and traditions
1: we do so every year as a family me and my husband my two daughters do something like Blenheim Palace or um, a couple of years ago we did the Silverstone um, racetrack where you actually get to drive around the racetrack and they've got all funky lights and stuff which was amazing really really good fun last year we went to Ashridge House which was very similar to Blenheim Palace always having a big light display and Santa is there and you can sit and have a hot chocolate and drink mild wine that's more my style um So I haven't actually booked anything for this year yet. So perhaps I'll join you at uh, Blenheim Palace. Yeah.
0: Yes. Come along. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's going to be so lovely, and I just love it. I think I am not a massive fan necessarily of the day. Like, and and everyone's you know talking about the countdown. I think we must be on uh, over the weekend. It was fifty sleeps, I think it was. So we must be at something like forty seven ish, or I don't know, forty six now till Christmas. (laughs) I don't know what we are, Um, but I'm not actually bothered necessarily about. Christmas Day, obviously, yeah. like I've got to get the day ready, get the presents, and you know we need to organise Santa, da da da, da all yeah. of that. um But I just love so much like this whole time, like you said, yeah. like Halloween, yeah. um, the bonfire. Night. I just, I actually think I love the snuggles of like lovely warm jumpers and like I'm totally yeah. with you,
1: Susie. I um, I love it. I can put my lamp on instead of the big light. That's how I was yeah, saying. yeah. Um, no yeah i'm i'm totally with you it's always the lead up to christmas for me and i do love christmas day but obviously as mums you know it's a little bit different for us um as long as my children have the best day which they they will yeah lovely and we've just had our kitchen done by tc kitchens (coughs) and um i'm looking forward to hosting this year and having everybody over that's
0: nice so you're gonna have how many people have you got coming
1: there is nine of us all together. That'll be nice. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And five dogs. <clears throat> wow. Yes, everyone's bringing their dog as well. So. Oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah, so it'd be nice. Um, so, for the first time, I think this year, we are potentially going to spend it with another family and not with our own family which i know is like completely random but we've every year we've always had my parents or rob's parents you know or extended family with us um but this year everybody else has got somewhere to be and so we're on our own and we've been talking with our best friends about spending a christmas with them for ages and and they're in the same boat and we're actually probably going to spend
1: Oh, you should so do it. We used to do that when we were kids. We used to spend Christmas Day with my mum's best friend and her children. They were the best Christmases.
0: Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm so excited for it because i think the, the other family is sort of going to match us on our level if that yeah, makes sense so yeah. the other mum will help as much as you know do you know yeah. what I mean? and the other dad will help as much i think and all the kids will have each other whereas sometimes it's just my kids we don't have a, a masses of like cousins like locally or anything like so it's actually yeah. just my kids. so i think this is going to be really exciting sounds good so, yeah um right we're going to go into your first song in a second which is like a prayer madonna <laughs> Love yes. it. so we're going to have a little dance um and then straight after that i'm going to um basically let's dig deep into your story I can't wait to talk about I mean you have got such a, a rich entrepreneurial story I love oh, it thank culminating you culminating in your very latest launch which is almost like right now it's happening right now it's happened it happened yesterday, it happened yesterday <laughs> yeah. and, and that is the launch of the Grey's Kitchen in Amsterdam yeah. um, now that makes it sound like your business is all about you know food hospitality like, but it isn't at all is it really no
1: well my niche <laughs> obviously with the social media side my niche is hospitality of course yes. um, it, it was really weird I found it really difficult to actually niche down and everyone says oh you should niche down you'll be more successful but I really found it like oh no but I'm going to lose you know I'm going to lose potential clients Niche down is the biggest tip I would give anybody going mm. into business um, as soon as I niche down my clients I got completely full um my training um, that specializes in the hospitality for social media has f- gone through the roof and I have now opened up my as you say the Grey's Kitchen my own hospitality
0: Amazing. little place Gosh, <laughs> yeah well it's I can't wait to talk about it basically we're going to go right back to the beginning I want to nice. hear it all and hear all about your family um but first we are going to play this from Madonna come on Madge <laughs> Actually she's been touring again lately apparently. I love Madonna. My I will went, always yeah. love her. Yeah. She is my childhood. Love.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and go. Jason Donovan. Of naturally. <laughs>
0: So, tell us about Like a Prayer, as if we need to know why you're chasing that.
1: such a good one. I love Like a Prayer. This just reminds me of my childhood. Growing up in the eight, I was born in the late 70s. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just loved it as a kid. I loved all of that The the Madonna, 80s era. is just reminds me of my childhood. And Like a Prayer is one of those songs I could hear
0: over and over again and never get bored. No. Like, I truly love it. I know. I might actually have a bit of a... uh, madonna set now after this do like, it yeah so thank you so much for joining me today it's you're so welcome nice thank to you for having you. me it's lovely to have you um i am so keen to deep dive into your you know into your entrepreneurial career you know in your journey yeah. um you're a mum of two mum of two yes um how old are your two so i've got bella who is 13 and millie who's 11 so you're into the teenagers, yes Ugh.
1: yes they're quite spiky i won't lie yeah
0: yeah you can give us some tips <laughs> Ugh, don't know give i some need tips. some tips <laughs> <laughs> um and and but have you always worked for yourself
1: no no um i started working for myself during covid like millions of us did. So, oh, we're just set up for something. Um, yeah. And it was the best decision I ever made
0: okay. for me personally. So yeah. let's go back to the beginning then. So what were you doing pre your own personal entrepreneurial journey? What, we, what was your, um, what did you work as before? Were you working before? Like, yeah. Let's go backwards. So I have got probably the widest range
1: of work experience ever um i've done bar work i loved uh, if bar work could be like the best career and you never had to work weekends and evenings <laughs> that would be my dream job yeah i loved bar work yeah really loved it um i've done all sorts of waitressing i've worked in a warehouse um but my career i suppose um was i used to be a holiday rep um working for air tours back in the day it doesn't exist anymore um I also used to work for EasyJet for um, am I allowed to say the the brand name yeah Yeah, yeah. Low Cost Orange Airline (laughs) let's call it Um, for about five or six years um, I started off on reception and ended up doing internal communications which I loved Um, I worked for KPMG for a little while um, so I've worked for some really big brand sort of businesses. I did project management with a uh, firm in what was started in Harpenden in Hertfordshire, and then moved to Luton. That was a really good job. I learned a lot at that job. And then um, I was pregnant, got married, and had my first daughter. Um, I returned to work after having Bella just for three days, and I really loved that work-life balance because... Like most mums, it's quite hard to go back to work after that first um, baby. You think, oh, I don't mm. want to leave them. I should just be able to stay at home with them forever. Um, but actually, when they start getting harder work and walking and touching everything, you know, you do appreciate a little bit. I certainly did appreciate my little bit of time for myself. When um, I had my second daughter, she was born with a rare genetic disorder, and um, it's so rare it's actually called 5q31.1 deletion. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's that rare.
0: <laughs> so, what does that actually mean? So uh-huh. it means
1: the she's missing some genes out of the long arm of chromosome five. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds very confusing, but she was born with talipes, like clubfoot. She had no hip sockets. Um, she had she was going into heart failure, so it's um, five months she had to have open heart surgery. Um, oh, the list goes on. All these little little oh random gosh. bits that she had. You yeah. know, the back of your throat, you've got the dangly thing. Yeah, she had two of them. I mean, it's so bizarre. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so all these little random things, um, hypermobility, hyper. Tonya, which is poor muscle tone. Um, Speech disorder, which she still actually suffers with at the moment, although she's a lot better, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I first had her, I knew I couldn't go back to work. And that's when I realised actually how much I really, really did. I'm a worker. I am definitely not someone who just goes to the coffee shop every day. I want to... Not that there's anything wrong with that, obviously, but I am somebody that wants to need something else. I yeah. do. And I really discovered that after having Millie. You've
0: had, you have, you know, you've just given us that rich tapestry of all the work that you did pre children. Yeah. So you've got amazing skills, but also something that I picked up on in all of that yeah. is that you're a people person. So you clearly get yes. your energy from other people as well. Yeah, like absolutely. Your, your communications, bar work, you know, pro- project management, it's all about. Um, management and, and spending time with and organising and, yes. and coordinating other people and their. Well, I know. never
1: really used to feel
0: like I had a skill. I
1: never, even when I started Be noticed my social media business, I never really felt that I was that good at anything. If I'm really being honest, which it sounds it sounds like poor me. But you know, I just kind of got by. I did what I liked doing, and and I sort of went from there. It was only I did a personal branding day with a lady called Janine Coney, also based in Milton Keynes, when she. I had a, some sort of time with her and we went through my work history and my work CV and she said, your your skill is people.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that literally just changed my whole work ethic. It changed everything about how I see my business, about the people I work with. Um, as much as I have niched down, I still want to work with people that I get on with, not just have a client for the sake of having a client. I want to make sure that, you know, we're on the same wavelength. We like this, you know, I've got, I have a, a bit of a bond with my clients. Um yeah so people are people is my skill yeah no, exactly <laughs> because i chat for britain but yeah
0: so so at that point then when you realize that you know you were going to need to give so much support to your second child and they yeah. couldn't go back to work you obviously i mean children are an absolute blessing of course and you know and, and and i do and i know that there are people out there who are very energized by the maternal role and being by doing that personally oh. I um, probably don't get my energy necessarily always from the kids you know I know that during lockdown I felt Quite drained of my yeah. energy. Um, I mean, I think loads of us did. Yeah. Um, not re-energized by spending time. You know, like they—they they need so. Much, you know, so I mean, I'm not putting that on you and saying that's the same as you. But I know, and that's why I created the WikiBiz Network. I've said it before, but I created that network to put people around me, even on in a virtual sense at first, who I knew I was going to even virtually get yeah. energy from. Yes. Like, find that you know, and that then builds my energy, and that allows me to then be energetic and. And, and i was just gonna say a word which i know is reserved for you which is effervescent <laughs> um and um because yes. you are um but that 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 we get you know when we're able to shine um comes from having that energy so so talking about that though, so you you found that you obviously were going to need to dedicate a lot of your space and time to to looking after your little one Millie. yeah But you really wanted to get back to... How did that feel at that time when you...
1: Well, I mean, people talk about mum guilt and there's nothing quite like it unless you are a mum. You feel guilty for working, you feel guilty for not working, you feel guilty for all the time, just all the time, if you can't do this, if you can't afford that. And I felt guilty for wanting to go back to work, but I knew that I couldn't because she needed me. She was less independent a then Bella, my eldest, mm-hmm. not just because of her age. She needed that little bit more support. Yeah. Um, so during the time I did little things. I did uh, went back to, to do some bar work in a local pub in uh, Amptill in Bevershire. And that was my bit of freedom almost. Yeah. So at the time, my husband worked in London for um, TFL. So he would get in at about seven. I, we, we were literally passing ships i would then go out the door and that'd be my bit of free time he would do you know i would have done the bedtime and stuff like that or he would if he got in any earlier, he would help me with that but yeah um then it was because we were passing ships i thought i need something but i need it to be during the day so at least i see my my husband in the evenings so i worked in a warehouse that was mental (laughs) (laughs) um uh, i used to call it the monsters inc factory because yeah. i had to wear now boots um but it just it just i don't know i I, it, I think for me personally having that little bit of switch off from the kids and my and my family life and my family is everything please don't get me wrong of course they are my everything yeah. but i i also need something for me and but that's having only Millie. that is can... what i discovered the most yeah. is she was my my top priority yeah um
0: But you can't be what she needs as your top priority if you're not able to go out and fill up your cup. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And and even if that wasn't necessarily going back and using all of the skills that you'd gained before at that time, going out and just having a space to refill, to energise, to, excuse me, to communicate and you know spend time with other people yeah. outside of the family yeah so important to be yeah. able to come back in and go and give it your all oh
1: 100 i couldn't agree more that's definitely that is definitely was the right step for me personally yeah.
0: and how old yeah. was millie at this point when you were starting to go out to the monsters inc
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was probably about <coughs> two so i used to dump her at my sisters <laughs> um oh and my eldest as yeah. well because there's only two years between them they say to go to my sister's two days a week, and that's why I did that. Um, what I found was to that the skills that I and the experience that I had previously to have in my children, the kind of work that I would get to use my experience, was really difficult. When in terms of flexibility, yes. So most people need to have flexibility when they've got children. Um, you know, if you don't want to pay through the nose for childcare, um, what I found difficult was that I also had appointments for Millie that I needed to take yeah, her to. Course. So I did actually start working in an office five days a week, just 10 till 2, which I thought would be perfect. But then if Millie needed to go for um, an appointment just for her heart or for her hips or for anything, um, I felt th- the flexibility wasn't there, let's yeah. say. Um, and I understood because this is a business that needed to run, but it really wasn't the right job for me. Mm. So that didn't last very long. Um, I was then talking to a school mum at the school gates, obviously, and telling her, you know, really want to work, but it's so difficult to find someone flexible. And she offered me a job. So I started working. She was just starting a new business herself, doing uh, sales and marketing. The company was called Hello Consultants. Her and her best friend are the directors. And that gave me... So this was a little sales job. I worked school hours, three days a week, And that gave me so much confidence because I knew that if Millie had an appointment on the Wednesday, I could probably just make up my hours then on the Thursday instead and swap my days off. The flexibility that they offered me as a parent, I'd never, I'd never had that opportunity before. Mm. So I'll always, always be grateful for that. Always be grateful.
0: Do you feel like sometimes the planets just align? Yeah, yeah. And the right conversations happen at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. And it wasn't a career for me.
1: Um but it did get me more into the marketing side, which mm. I really, really enjoyed. Um the company became more sales sales focused and they do marketing as well, but more sales focused and I knew that during lockdown, this is my chance really now to to focus on digital marketing. Social media was something I really enjoyed and I had to make the decision to to leave my job, which Although, as I say, it was never probably a career for me, but it it gave me more. It gave me the confidence to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. Without it, I probably would never have done. Be noticed. So yeah.
0: So how? So between that job and then be noticed. Then so how old was? Um, how old were the two children when be noticed? So formed? this was
1: lockdown. So. <coughs> 2020, I don't know, I can't even think straight. I so can't... we're now
0: 20, coming into 2024. Is that, isn't that so shocking? it's been three years. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. Um, so Bella was
1: in year four, so she was nine, and they're both September babies, so they were probably nine and seven in years two and four. Yeah. Um, and at the time we lived in uh, two up, two down, and my kitchen was at the back where the garden is, and I tried to work from home, but... I just felt that I was constantly shushing the kids or saying, stay in the living room, or if they were in the garden, <coughs> shutting the, oh, shut yeah. the door, oh, sorry, shutting the door, just smashing the up. up, shutting the door so that I could work yeah, and hard. I had to make that decision to then take the summer off whilst we were in COVID, thinking it would be like, month maximum yeah. <laughs> and obviously it went on for a long time so the plan was i would go back to work in the september obviously we covid was from april was it end mm-hmm. of march no it was end of march wasn't it and then i'd go back when the kids went back to school in september yeah. and, and you're talking about back to hello I, for... I was going to go back to yeah hello. yeah that was always the plan but having the summer off i put myself on some courses i just online courses to do with marketing and, and digital marketing in particular and social media and just decided now is the time now is the time to do it yeah so yeah
0: and is it in that summer that you also had the session with janine who by the way guys has also been on this podcast and i'll oh, put okay. a link to that um uh, to that podcast in um in the show notes but oh, okay, so. um so was that when you had the session with janine as
1: well no so um <laughs> i'd actually met janine on one of these online um networking um
0: yes so- southwood social hub southwood yeah. social hub
1: yeah i'd met her on that and it was after the main part we certainly wasn't in lockdown when I met up with her properly Um, but I met up with her and I just you know when you just love someone you say oh I Mm. want her to be my friend (laughs) Um, but I really liked what she did and she at the time did a lot of styling as well but she really her passion was all for personal branding and I knew that that was something that I needed to figure out because a lot of people would think that you just start a business and then you just crack on and do it yeah which obviously is what I did. I mean, I designed my logo on Canva, which I love Canva, but I now know, you know, you need to actually get someone professional to mm-hmm. do your logo. You need to get someone professional to do your headshots, that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, that was when I just felt a bit like, what are my skills? How do I niche down? And yeah, so I started working with her probably 2021. 20, mm. Yeah. Um,
0: and just so I've been, I'm sitting here intently listening to everything. So. Oh. um, but so the the big driver for you then to go from being employed by somebody else mm. across that summer where you took the break um to then going right I'm going to do this was was the driver just a feeling of wanting to be um to go and do your own thing or was it also um trying to make that balance still work with the girls and yeah. specifically what was the kind of big thing that made you think do you know what Yeah, because it is a big thing. Because you know, we've even been talking today. You know, trying to you know personally, you know, in your own in your own um, thing, try to replace a a salaried income. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a big decision to make, isn't it? And it's very
1: tricky, and it is a decision that you have to make. And I know there are lots of people out there um, that would like to do their dream job, and they would need to be self-employed perhaps to do that. Um, I'm I was very lucky. My husband. has a has a good job he was able to support me while i did that process yeah um but i still needed to bring money in yeah. and as i said earlier i i want my i want to bring money in i don't yeah i'm not someone that just wants to be at home i want to work i want to earn so as, at the beginning it was slow you know for the mm. first few months because i thought oh, I, don't, I don't know what i'm doing um but then it, it picked up and yeah i love yeah. it love it um, so
0: having that freedom to basically like run yeah. your own show this is what i you know yeah. i'm a mum of three um i don't have um a child that has any specific needs but per se but that's you're you know having um that is, is, is you might it's like having a mum. you're being a mum of three or four isn't it like having yeah. such a you know um but i really appreciate just being able to do what i need to do to drive my own show to, to like control my own destiny kind of thing yeah um and it was that the kind of one of the drivers for you too
1: yeah i wanted flexibility whatever i do in my life even as millie is an adult i mean she goes to a mainstream school and stuff don't get me wrong but even as millie's an adult i still want to be flexible i still want to yeah have you know once you've tasted this self-employment flexibility it's quite hard to give it up i think yeah um to a certain degree but i wanted to be flexible for her Mm. and
0: does she still need you a lot
1: I mean, not as much, no, not as much. But she still has appointments. Um, You know, I still need to take her to the Children's Development Centre occasionally. Um, Now she's in middle school, so she does get a lot of support at the school, which I was quite nervous about. Um, She gets a lot of chest infections. So I always feel like if... And and it isn't just actually her having a genetic disorder. That is for any mum. It's really hard when your children are ill and you have to go to work. Yeah whether you're employed self-employed or anything and i needed that flexibility as well to be able to do work from home if i needed to Mm. which i did and loved it yeah yeah brilliant although i miss people yes hence why i've started my new business
0: yeah (laughs) yes right and we're going to talk about that in just a minute so we're going to go to your second song now which your choice is um not giving in by rudimental um tell me why you chose this one this
1: this song is I love the words to this song I actually love Rudimental I proper love them I, I just think they're an amazing band. Um, we went actually to see them live in the summer with some friends, but that's totally off topic. <laughs> um, I did a half marathon when I turned forty. I was like, right, this is this is the time now. I'm going to be fit. I'm going to lose loads of weight. And I listened to this song on my beat headphones, my Beats headphones, running up hills. I haven't run since. It was the worst day of my life. (laughs) We raised money for prostate cancer, which was fantastic, don't get me wrong, but it was so hard (laughs) because I'm just, I'm too unfit. Um, And this song I started listening to, in particular, when I was going up this particular hill. And listening to it almost made me emotional because actually it meant a lot to me with everything Mm. that I've been through with Millie, everything with starting a business. And actually, you know, it sounds cheesy, doesn't it? But the words not giving in are really valid in my life and
0: yeah great we're gonna listen to that and it's just a good song yeah absolutely we're gonna listen to your your song we're gonna have a quick break and listen um hear a word from our sponsors as well so off we go um i just wanted to say a huge thank you to today's sponsor um now today's sponsor is an incredible organisation. It's called Autism Unraveled um, and they support families who live with neurodiversity. They pride themselves in ensuring that your journey um, as a parent is personal to you and they harness the strengths of the individual they completely understand that as a parent, not being able to understand your child's needs can be extremely frustrating. So they work really, really hard to get to know each and each and every family and child. And they then go away, go away and recommend a tailor-made solution, um, which they create through some gentle assessments. Now, the assessment is just the beginning. And if your child does get a diagnosis, they will then support you through the questions that you are going to obviously have um, after you get that um, that result. And um after the assessment, they will also offer a range of different options to you. Now therapy might be a benefit. So they offer post-diagnostic, psychoeducation, psychological um, inputs, speech and language therapy and parents uh, parent consultations. Um, they have a huge range of specialists who support your family's bespoke needs across all neurodiverse conditions um they it's just an absolutely incredible organization um it's uh, led by a lovely lady called louise who i've known for a really long time um and i just think this is there is such a need in the community for this level of support i know a lot of families who really struggle with a lack of support in these areas especially they go to the schools and just don't seem to get the support they always need from schools. And they struggle against the SEN system. Um, and um, yeah, I just think it's a wonderful, wonderful organisation. It's called Autism Unraveled. Um, and please do get in touch if you'd like to discuss anything that's going on for you or your family with them. The um, the way to get in touch with them is uh, on their uh, website, which is www.autism.unraveled.com. And that's unraveled with two L's. Um, no, I could see that you were once you you were nodding at me there. Yeah, my um sorry,
1: I know, I just like talking. <laughs> um my nephew has autism and there's a real lack of support for parents that are going through it mm-hmm. and siblings and um supporting the communities is so so important for, for these families yeah. yeah sorry i was nodding along because i thought yes i yeah. totally agree this is such an important
0: no exactly and i think this is where um autism autism unravel just really comes into its own because they they are so they, they aren't they're just there to handle what's going on for the child obviously the child's going through their own experience excuse me but the parents are tearing their hair out and then mm. you've got the impact on the rest of the family just like you're saying yeah, they don't understand how to necessarily deal with or cope with some of the things that are going on for their sibling or their, you know, or their son, and then, you know, of course, of course that can lead to their further frustrations and tensions within the family. So this is just, I just, I just love what this organisation is doing, yeah. um, you know, helping the individual, but also really there to support and like give like, consultations around um, for the rest of the family. So really great, and thank you so much, you guys, for you know being our sponsor and we just love supporting you so oh right nat yes. back to you so um i'm just really keen i know we haven't got very much longer because we just love to chat but i'm really keen to talk about your so you, you built be noticed social media Yes, um so tell us who what kind of organization is that what is it who do you support what do you do for people So I
1: do social media management for um, businesses within the hospitality industry. I don't rule out other businesses, of course, but that is the area that I work best in. It's an area that I know the best. So, yes, I decided to do that. Are you um, allowed to
0: tell us any of your clients? Are you allowed to talk about them? Uh, Yeah, well,
1: Yeah, I suppose. Um, one of them is a very big, ho- well, so Horbert House Hotel. That's exciting. Um, what which a gorgeous is, place to work. Oh, it's just oh. the most beautiful place. I love it. Every time I go, I drive yeah. down the main driveway and think... I God, it. So, yeah. <laughs> I take a photo, I send it to the group, you know, the, the marketing team there. Oh, it's autumn today and it looks yeah. so lovely and the leaves are falling down. And yeah, it's lovely, lovely um, hotel to work with mm. as well. The owner um, spent £6 million refurbing it. So it's very well known as having, um what well, used to be known as having lots and lots of weddings, but there's so much more to it than that. And yeah. it is just beautiful. It's the most beautiful hotel yeah really love it really love it there it's they offer spa yeah Anyway, I could go on and yeah, on about them for I know, ages
0: they're so lovely I mean yeah you too, <laughs> you too. so do you have um so you, you niche down in hospitality so so you obviously work with Howard House what other um so I work with, work with two
1: bar um gastro pubs basically nice. within Bedfordshire yep. um the French horn oh. in Stepney and the Three Tons in Bidnam which is Beautiful pub, yeah. really lovely beer garden. Yeah, even though not for today, obviously, but they do. Um, they do brilliant offers, steak nights, very popular um, pubs. Yeah, as well. The
0: French Horn. I feel yeah. like I went there years and years ago. Is it I a very see. old? pub like very old style pub yeah
1: again one? it's got mod, it's got modern twists
0: to yeah. it yeah
1: so it's, the, it's it's kind of um Englandic in between fireplace. it's almost as if you were coming through um woburn yeah as, that's as if you were it. coming towards uh, yes. Bedfordshire. yeah oh,
0: i remember it really yeah, well really oh, i went yeah. with dt group when the kids were little oh. and we were on the search for um my husband and i love old pubs yes. like you know like old nooks and crannies, Ingle Nook fireplaces, a roaring fire, you yes, know, like good beer, is it, but like on his, I, I don't like beer, but like he always wants a good beer yeah. and um, he's like, uh, he likes craft beer Um, and we always wanted like, we always were trying to find a really nice, pub garden and I remember our friends who live in Aspity Guy's obviously down the road from Woburn like they had found that pub Ah, do you know what thank you for reminding me about that come along they've got steak night tonight 50% off your steak meal (laughs) (laughs) excellent plug (laughs) there
1: you go yes Um, yeah it's just been taken over as well by a new owner and he is putting a lot into it so yeah it's going to be it's, it's a lush, lush business to work with. Brilliant! Lush, they're a brilliant
0: business. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Hospitality is such a nice area to yeah. work in because you. I, I mean, like I love food. I love yeah. drink. I love pubs. I love hotels. I mean, what a yeah. nice, nice <laughs> no, Exactly. So. <clears throat> So, how, so you've been doing um, being Noticed Social Media since 2020. So yeah. we're now, you've been doing that for a good two or three years. And yeah. you've also um, got, you're also really big on networking in Amptill, aren't you? So you've got yeah. your own group and you're part of another group.
1: Yeah, yeah. so I am, um, so I own Be Social, which is part of Be Noticed, I suppose. Um, and that's a networking group for, for local women in and around Amptill. Yep. So, of course, that does include Milton Keynes as well, if anybody wants to come. Um, but... It's a very informal networking group. Nobody has to do a 60-second pitch. Nobody has to even um, stand up and talk about their businesses if they really don't want to. Um, I don't want anyone come and feel nervous. How I always describe it is, it's like a coffee coffee morning with friends who we've just all got to do our taxes at the end you know, yeah. by the end of January. So, um, so yeah, it's a fantastic group. We can range from having anything from sort of 20 to to 35 women. There. Yeah yeah
0: Billy it's a brilliant group.
1: that's yeah. awesome Yeah
0: I've been along it's lovely. Um and you actually way... come along to like the busiest one like, yeah <laughs> boom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know it's great. Um and it's also in a really lovely spot because you is what's the room called and the So it's a place in Ampthill called Fine.
1: Um they okay. do like a vintage sorts of stuff and upstairs they've got this big empty space which they call your space um so you can go and do it's, it's pretty much a blank canvas you can go and do whatever you want up there they've got a little kitchen they've put in um i think yesterday she had baby yoga and um, she does a little baby group as well once so she's gone out and bought a load of like soft play and um, so they can do that they do a food market every week uh, sorry every month they do flea markets every month so it's it's a fantastic yeah
0: i fantastic love business. these sorts of vestal spaces. faces are so nice yeah. um and it's behind a place that I another thing that's like a massive blast from the past for me. So another thing, my husband and I used to do so much when we were pre children is we were so we're like we're into old houses as well, old pubs, old houses. Yes, old uh, must be old old hearts. Um, <laughs> so we love the you know antiques, and we used to mm-hmm. go to the Amped hill and um, it's antique antiques, antiques the emporium. Yeah, loads and just it's like you know you and I were saying in the shop down the road in Stoney today, like it's just a feast for the eyes and yeah. it just. Yeah. used to love it and it's this yeah. um, place we're talking about is just behind there isn't it I don't know if it's part yeah. of it I don't it think. used to be it used yeah. to be part
1: of it yeah. yeah I don't know exactly what they used to do back there but um, the owner um, took it over a few years ago, mm-hmm. last year or a year before God, I don't know I don't know where the time's gone but um, yeah it's run by two amazing business women Claire and Sarah and yeah it's, it's a lush place lush yeah.
0: place yeah And now there's another lush place. I know. Check me out with my segues. I know, right? Yeah.
1: I'm not busy enough. See? Yeah, I know. Clearly. (laughs) I mean, there's talk about work-life balance at the moment. It's all work, (laughs) Um, but um, yeah, a friend of mine um, was approached to basically do some food within another business as a, a calf and um asked if i would fancy doing it with her and we've so gone when from you say doing it
0: inside another business what do you mean so this
1: would have actually been so there's a place in Amptill um where they've got a kitchen basically and she was going to open it up as a little cafe okay and um and then we decided yes we are going to run it as a pop up shop first of all uh, it's where the old deli used to be and the lady who owns the deli actually does own find now ah. as well yeah so um so yeah, so we have taken that. Ne- so well, not taken over. We of are networking, a pop up, sh- isn't it? The Look power of networking. Because that yes.
0: all of those connections yes. have all come full circle, haven't they? That's Absolutely. amazing. Yes. So tell us what Grey's is. What's it going to be?
1: So at the moment, it's just a pop up. Sh- I say just. It is a pop up shop um, based on 4B okay. Head- uh, Bedford Street in Ampthill. We are doing breakfast, brunch, and lunches. Uh, at the moment, we only opened just today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do. We're doing Tuesday to Friday at the moment we're considering Saturdays but we need to make sure it's right for us Um sort of breakfast we do is you know a nice bacon sandwich like okay, yeah. a really nice on sourdough bread nice. and all nice stuff but it's not artisan. too fancy yeah. yeah. artisan yeah. I love that word um, but we're also doing like granola pots so people can grab and take take them out and um, We do brunches, so my favourite meal ever is avocado, smashed avocado on toast with poached eggs. Me too. I could have that every day, Mm -hmm. every meal, so we're doing that. um, And then we are doing graze uh, graze bowls as well for lunches, so we can add in halloumi, you can add in um, falafel, there's there's three different types of graze uh, bowls that we're doing. But on top of that, we're going to be doing graze boards as Mm -hmm. well, um, and this week, I'm just sorting out something else that we're going to be adding to it. So, if you give us a follow, you will see that update. Yeah. So um, it's
0: at Grace.
1: So yeah, the the handle, the Instagram handle is at the Grace Kitchen Amp Till. Okay. On on Instagram, brilliant. And I think the same one for um Facebook as well. I should know, Shanaf by heart. Yeah. Being my business yeah. and a social media manager. <laughs> um, Our
0: heads are too full. That's I know exactly.
1: Um. So yeah, so we're doing really nice food. We yeah. want to be able to cater Sound for people that more. are vegan and gluten free as well. Yeah. Um, good friend of mine is celiac, so we've it's been quite a learning curve actually. Going out for lunch with her and her only at one place I won't mention um, in Milton Keynes, she could only have lettuce leaves and boiled potatoes, mm-hmm. which was pretty appalling. Yeah. So yeah, we want to be able to um, cater for, for for everyone really.
0: Yeah.
1: And have different options. Yeah.
0: Um, so. It's quite a departure in a way, isn't it? Running a cafe to doing to running your social media business, yeah. And, and I just think it's amazing, and I'm so impressed by you because you're, you know, if you you are just the ultimate entrepreneur, you can. Oh, literally, thanks. You really are, you know. You can lend your skills to almost, like you know to anything, and it's super exciting. Mm. And so, how, you know, how do you feel about this? Is brave? Like, t- uh,
1: how are you? Um How, yeah, you doing how do it? I feel? <laughs> I feel. Mental. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I feel I'm really excited about it. I'm really um, keen for it to work, really, really keen for it to work. Originally, I was going to be a silent partner. And, but how would um, anybody keep
0: you silent? Well, it, that's
1: <laughs> a, when I said it to one of my friends, she was like, a silent, you are yeah. silent. I was like, I know, I know, I can't help it. Um, that, that
0: word doesn't fit in the No, sentence, it doesn't.
1: It? It's, it's totally <laughs> opposite of what I yeah. am.
0: Speaking on behalf of myself as well, also <laughs> you know, chronic talker.
1: Um, But then. Do you know what? The idea of serving people in the Grey's Kitchen, local people that I know, local businesses around the town, appealed to me so much. So I am going to be working there two days a week at the moment. And um, I'm also going to be obviously carrying on with Be Noticed, but only with a limited number of clients because obviously I need to be able to stretch my time a, a little bit without working Sort of sixteen hours a day every day, which at the moment I went I went on holiday during half term, and when I come back, it was the day before Halloween, and mm. every day I've worked so many hours. Yeah. But I'm also excited doing it Also, yeah, I just need to find that little bit more balance once we're more established and once we're sort of up, up and running properly.
0: Yeah, so, you spin yeah. a lot of plates. It's amazing. Well, yeah, well done. Right, we're going to have another quick break. We're going to listen to what's probably going to be the final uh, track. And then I want to take a tiny step back into your social media brain as well and talk oh. to you about... Um, just kind of what's going on in the world of social media, just for a minute, because it's it's a scary time. It's changing all the time. You, you know, yeah. as somebody that lives and breathes it as well for, for myself and for my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing it for yourself, but also for others. So your breadth of knowledge is, you know, far bigger than mine for sure. Um, I just really want to ask you some questions about yeah. what's going on in the world. So um, this is um, a little respect by Erasure. I love this song as well. This is proper. This We're song back in the 80s oh my years.
1: god, this song. <laughs> if you feel blue play this song and sing it loud
0: yeah so let's do that not that i feel blue i'm actually loving having it i feel (laughs) properly energized right here we go brilliant brilliant track thank you for bringing that back into my life that's awesome um right we haven't got long um and so i just want to smash out these last few questions that i've got for you yeah Um, um not all of the listeners on here will be necessarily on Instagram driving their own social media and you know those sorts of things but a lot of there are a lot of people that are um, on my particular Instagram who, who are as well so I am really keen to kind of pick your brains Social media seems to be changing all the time. Yeah. I mean, you wake up in the morning and things have changed from yesterday on yeah. Instagram, for example. 100%. So what has happened, um, you know, from a trending point of view that in your eyes for over the last year? Like, how have things changed? And where are we at? Um, and actually, probably even more interestingly, where do you think things are going in 2024 for content creators, social media managers? What's this, I mean, that's, that's loads of questions in one. But like, um, <laughs> where let's start with 2023 what has been the big change that you've seen happen over 2023 so
1: um instagram is the area that i specialize in um although i do work with other um platforms as well um 2022 taking it back even further was all about the reel mm. all about video footage make sure you do reels make sure you're using trending music with reels make sure your words are used correctly in the reels um What um, there's a guy called Adam Mazzari who is the uh, one of the head of Instagram, and what he then come out in towards the end of 2022, early 23 was, Oh, it's not just all about reels, don't forget, pictures are still important. We want to take it back a step and make sure that people are still using images. And one of the biggest things is um, one of the, uh, as a tip, one of the best ways to keep people on your um, Instagram post is to use carousel posts as well. So when you can swipe through and use and see different images, you can use up to 10. And um, so this year on Instagram, it's been less about Reels, although they are still very important. You know, last year I was doing loads of um, Reels workshops and all of this stuff. This year it's been also taking it back to basics with some things. Um, The thing with Instagram at the moment is... Uh, as you said, there were so many changes mm. constantly that it's really tricky to keep up with it, yeah. <laughs> and there were days where like I could go on, it. yeah, as a
0: moment, you know, as a content creator for my mostly from my own platform, but it just feels sometimes like the moment you start getting in a rhythm, like yeah. recently my reels just completely dropped off a cliff for some reason, yeah. And it was like, and, and, and I, then I heard on the grapevine that they had changed the algorithm and that you know it is harder, but. Yeah. now it seems to have gone back up again i don't know what's
1: going on the thing is people focus a lot on the algorithm and we need to make sure we do this for the algorithm and make sure our hashtags are right for the algorithm yeah. the thing is with instagram there is lots of algorithms so um i would uh, I, my role is to make sure i'm keeping up with what is coming up that's that's yeah. what i like to do and with that i follow people like adam missouri and and other people but I also follow other social media managers And I've joined a social media group called Social Media Mums, which is run by a lady called Gemma, who's also on top of everything. She's also one step ahead, making sure she knows what's coming up. The reason I joined that group is to make sure, double-check that I know I'm on the right track. And um, it's a brilliant group anyway, but... yeah. It's worth definitely um, making sure that I'm in the right area. Um, But it used to be that we would have, like, one chat, like a big update every six months. So, like, when stories come onto Instagram, it was like, oh, my God, you know, you could do a quiz. You could do this quiz in a story, and it was like, oh, my God. So then there were loads of people doing um, stories, um, workshops and stuff. But now there's so many changes each month. I mean, it feels like there's, like, 10, 10 updates at minimum. A month, mm-hmm. so it is tricky to to keep up with it. What I'd read, um, I was reading an article the other day um, with somebody was that they had a they had a reel that actually flopped as well. A month later, it had gone through the roof, and it was just taking its time. Yeah. So sometimes when you see those reels, that you think, God, you know, you, you spend time and you do a reel, and you think, Ah, why is it not? Why is it not getting the the traction that it it deserves? Yeah. Everything's right. Everything's in place. It doesn't mean it won't it may just take time mm. take some time that's
0: really odd yeah because that happened recently i put up this one about um karen so my husband my my husband um my son calls me a karen <laughs> have you heard this oh it, no um, he's like oh mom you're such a karen and basically it's derogatory and yeah. that, so i was put, i just put this post up um quite a few weeks ago you know a month ago just going who is karen uh, should I be uh, uh, should I be worried? Is he is he swearing at me? Like, I, I have no <laughs> idea, poor Karen. And um anyway, and it just was like, Meh, and it took me seconds. It's one of those ones that's like I just was like, Who is Karen? And and popped it up. And I didn't really expect anything from it. And then suddenly it's now at like ninety one thousand, it's got thirteen or fourteen or fifteen or more thousand likes. Yeah. That never happens to me, by the way. It's like that's crazy. Um I've even got one that's gone to a 900, 000, over 900,000 views and that one's only 2,000 likes. It's just, I, none of yeah. it makes sense. There's also girls in our group, as you probably have seen, who have, um, who's, who've had uh, viral reels, um, who have then grown by like three or 4,000 followers from them. Yes. I've never grown any in following from my, it's just like, yeah. what on earth? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that was amazing. I'm yeah. happy. I am, what, 26,000 followers. I would love to be at 30. I'd love to be at 40 and 100. But I actually just think the peop- my people are where they are, you know, and I've got a good following and a good community. And I'm not necessarily chasing constant jumps. It would be amazing because it's really frustrating watching... Instagram at the moment where everyone's yeah. like, Oh, I gained thirty thousand followers in three weeks. just I mean, left.
1: generally that is absolute I won't swear, it's too early. It's, it's generally that's complete rubbish. Is and it? you do see a lot of these people will say, Join um pay me such and such, I will show you how to go from ten followers to ten thousand in two days and yeah. you just think, Oh god, it I can't bear it. I can't bear it. Um So
0: you think it's rubbish?
1: yeah don't get me wrong there are people like um there was that one on the group um, i can't remember for the life of me who it was but they'd put a reel out and it had just done well and it was yeah. a very niche reel and it offered a lot of opinions about parenthood if i remember rightly yes it's, it's it was a it's, very niche yeah. reel. and obviously with any reel the more people look at it or any post in fact not just reels which is why carousel posts do well the more people are looking at it the better it's going to perform. The Instagram algorithm say will then think, okay, everyone's looking at this reel. We need to share this wider, and those people then there'll be more people having a look at it and following and thinking, who is this woman? Mm. What does she do? Oh, how come I live in Milton Keynes? I've never heard of, of Susie. I need to follow her. I'm a mum, mm. and you know, and, and yeah, the, the the more people you can get looking at it, the better. And with that one in particular, it there was definitely, if I remember rightly. It was about parenthood and yeah, it, about it offered a bit resources. of debate. Yeah, it was about yeah. Teaching
0: resources and something to do with about um, what your kids should, how your kids should be able to uh, count something to do with up to five and blah 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 i don't know i'm yeah. just not a teacher and i can't even speak obviously so <laughs> so i have no idea but there was it was very specific and i, and I think that obviously people would follow because they were like these girls i don't know what they're talking about they've got interest they are ex teachers and they have got really interesting and actually when Absolutely. you do their content so yes Oh, I just think it's such a
1: minefield. It um, is a minefield. Oh, which is why actually having a social media manager, yeah, and, and not, yeah. not not saying me necessarily, whoever, having a social media manager, if you haven't got the time to really think about that minefield, you just want to get on with your day job, either training or having a social media manager is is probably an essential, an essential part of your business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in 2024... W- from what you have gleaned then from the groups that you're in and, the, and everything that you read what do you think is going to happen potentially in 24 are we at the moment it feels like you have to be do doing everything you know like you have to be on reels you have to do carousels you have to be in stories you have to yeah. blah, blah 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 you have to be yeah. everywhere you have to be on TikTok I'm not really on there I just cannot because you're not allowed to just basically upload the same thing that you put on Instagram onto TikTok yeah. and it's basically doing it again. I just can't yeah. do it. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. And then everyone's like, "You need to be on there." And I'm like, "Well, I'm like, well, I need to clone myself in that case." Then there is just yeah. No more there me.
1: are ways around it. And TikTok. The thing is with TikTok and it, and Instagram is the same now mm-hmm. as well, but not as much as TikTok. Is that the younger generation? God, I hate saying that because that makes me feel so old. Mm-hmm. But the younger yeah. generation. 16 upwards instead of using Google they'll go on TikTok and search yeah. for things so, so it's it's incredibly powerful for mm. businesses um but you have to find your what I will say to anybody is almost you know it, we've all got lots of different um types of um platforms that we use so I'm on Facebook and Instagram and obviously I'm on LinkedIn as well but really would be if you've got a business it would be to focus on one so, I then decided I needed to specialise in one in particular, which was Instagram. So, I could help those people that wanted to grow their businesses through Instagram. If you want to do Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, you know, you're looking at different audiences. So, yeah. you, you need to cater for that. So, if you've, uh, it works really well if you've got a business, I think, that has got the ability to allow that time. Because words need to change, and you know, subtle oh. things. You can't just well, you can, but you can, if you just post the same, exactly the same thing throughout all the, all of the platforms, it's not going to ring as well with with each platform, right. with each audience. Sorry, on each platform. I don't know if that made any sense whatsoever. No, it but does. You're I, better off to focus on one yeah. rather than spreading yourself thin and doing it wrong.
0: I wouldn't know how to change my content for for TikTok. I wouldn't know what to do differently. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 should I do differently? Like what when you say I mean words, it's what, very
1: similar to reels. Ultimately, yeah, it's very similar to reels, but you're looking at a, you know a different audience a lot of the time. I mean, I'm 44 and I'm on TikTok. I'm not even going to lie; I really like TikTok. Um, but you need to think about those those or that audience. so Yours would be, I assume, like young mums, for example. If it was to do with yeah. the Wiki Mama ne- um, mm-hmm. official page yeah. that you have. um so, yeah, it, it's more thinking about the audience that you're going to cater to. People that are on Facebook um, might be a very different audience to those on Instagram. So, we've all got, um, well, as businesses, we might just cross-post. You can cross-post on Meta Business Suite or anything like that across the two platforms. But really, have you got the same people looking at that Facebook post? If it's the same audience looking at both, they're only going to engage with one, really. Mm. Um yeah, it's a minefield. Yeah, I could really gabble on is. about social media all day long. Yeah, um, stuff coming up for twenty twenty four. I mean, at this point, who knows? Um, there's lots of things. Um, like I'd heard about new fonts, so you get um, you. You might even see some business owners will use fancy fonts on their um, on their bio, yeah. and they might have like a nice cursive font on their um, on their post or anything yeah. like that. And I just always advise, please don't do it, because it's not an Instagram tool. Right. Instagram wants you to use all their tools. TikTok wants you to use all of their tools, for example. Um, but Instagram are now looking at changing some of their own fonts, actually bringing in some new fonts mm-hmm. for Reels. Oh, that's cool. And So, yeah, it, so it might be quite interesting yeah. to see what they do. Um, let's talk about um, new Reels metrics, in particular for... Um, creator accounts um, and then yeah so between now and Christmas I will be that'll be my focus apart yeah. from the Grey's Kitchen and the ABC and be social and be noticed will be to and focus on and, and my family and the, <laughs> and the Christmas plan and, and the, yeah, exactly much to focus on. and just life <laughs> Yeah. putting petrol in my car paying my uh, car tax that sort of thing um between now and then is what i will be focusing on so i want to be able to go into 2024 advising people what we think will be trending um at the start of the reason i don't do it until sort of end of november time is because at the start of 2023 it was going to still be mostly about the reels in fact more so about reels by february it changed to carousel post images again so you know this is what i mean it's it's just a minefield yeah
0: it really is. And so I'm somebody that doesn't plan in advance. Like, I literally, I... And I know this is not how social media managers work necessarily, but I literally think it up, write it, post it. Like, that's how I am. And and one of the reasons for that is that I... One, I, I'm just... I'm very much right from the seat of my pants anyway. Like that is literally how I live my life. But I also... I just... I can't think that much farther in, further in advance for exactly the reason you just said. That one minute, yeah. like, so I might plan to do a reel for a piece of content that I know is coming up in like November or December. Yeah. But actually, on the day, it might be that I've already done three reels previously because of something else that's come up. Yeah. And actually, a carousel is really being pushed at that point because I actually think that they change things, like you kind of said, like by the morning, like they've changed this to that and da da da. So, yeah, I. I mean, the lack of planning stresses me out, but also the way that things change overnight stresses me out. So I just yeah. literally, I'm a go with the flow type girl. Yeah. Um, it's good to content plan what
1: you so you know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend content planning for any business. Yeah. Any that will that you be like your biggest asset um, for cutting down time. Mm. Um, I do all my content plans on Google Sheets, personally. There'll be loads of tools out there that other people will use. Yep. But give me a Google Sheet all day long
0: yeah oh um God. so I it's a live excel.
1: document i can comment on it my client can comment on it mm. that's um, the project
0: managers in us you know yes exactly you know, yeah we like, love
1: excel <laughs> i know but excel even yeah. i mean you have to actually press the save button on excel yeah i know you don't even have to save on google sheets i'm like this is the ultimate in lazy is literally,
0: do you know what <laughs> i need actually do you know what i need in reels is auto save because that's the one thing that really annoys me about Instagram at the moment is there's some glitchiness. I don't know if you've spotted yes. it. It really yes. frustrates me um, that you can lose things really quickly. There's this really irritating, irritating thing where I, if I open up this share, um, you know, if I, sorry, if I've saved and then open it up again, sometimes the font doesn't then arrive in the post. It's really... Yeah, so that's been going,
1: a big issue, actually, for yeah. a lot of people. Um, as I, I believe Instagram are aware of this. Really yeah instagram because that is really frustrating yeah so, so i have to continually
0: delete and go back into drafts and go in the end oh i have got a tip around this but i mean this is becoming really boring for anybody that's not actually on instagram but, <laughs> but i could talk to the cows come home anyway yes. i think if we want tips and advice from you now we should get in touch with you so yes absolutely how do we get in touch with you
1: so um you can visit my website be noticed social media uh, .co.uk, or you can uh, email me at um info at li- info at a little social dot um or of course the best way to get hold of me is always dming me on instagram
0: absolutely or we can come and visit you <laughs> or
1: you can come and visit me at the gray's kitchen on 4b bedford street amptill bedfordshire um and uh, also, obviously, I do a networking group as well at Be Social, which is um, called be Social at Find. Um, I'm also the chair of the Amptill Business Connect group, which used to be the Amptill Business Chamber. Um, yeah.
0: Blimey. If you're walking
1: around Amptill, you'll probably see me, the loud one, that looks like Beyonce. Well,
0: I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. She does. She's gorgeous. Um, <laughs> Well, I am just exhausted hearing all the stuff that you've got on your plate right now. So, fly <laughs> me. Thank you, Nat. Thank no you worries. For, thank you for having me. It's, it's been, been lovely. It's been so fun having you. Um, thank you so much to Autism Unraveled for sponsoring our show today. Um, and thank you guys for listening, as always, and being there and supporting the Wiki Mama Takeover. I w- will be back next Wednesday, 1, uh, 12 to 1, um, for the Wiki Mama Takeover here on Stony Radio, um, which I absolutely love at the top of York House. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you now. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.